herself as she made it up the stairs. They were surprisingly not slippery. Whatever that magic stuff was, they must use it here, she thought. She walked to planters on the railing and felt around for the spare key. Only there wasn't one. She checked all the planters. Sure, that was where Felicia had told her to look. Nothing. Unsure what to do next, she walked to the front door and heard a soft, snuffling sound. Hey, Webster, she called. The puppy yipped excitedly. Noelle reached for the door handle and found it turned easily. She pushed it open. Two things happened at once. A very excited 50-pound German Shepherd puppy bounded out toward her, and she saw a duffel bag in the foyer. Noelle automatically patted the enthusiastic dog. He licked her hands and wiggled before dashing down the stairs and heading for the trees on the side to take care of business. It's slippery, she called after him, only to realize he had magical feet, because he returned at the same hyperspeed with which he'd left and never skidded once. Good boy, she said, hugging him. Problem one solved, she thought, which only left the mysterious duffel and the open front door. The bag could be Carter's, she thought, picturing Gideon's thirteen-year-old son. Or it could be the proof that some evildoer had broken into the house and was, even as she stood there, ransacking the place. Either way, she had to find out. She stepped cautiously inside, the eager dog at her side. By the front door was an umbrella stand. She grabbed the biggest, most threatening umbrella she saw and held it in her hands like a club. She was tough, she told herself. After all, she'd taken a self-defense class earlier that fall. Of course, her instructor had warned them all against walking toward trouble. If you're in here to steal stuff, I've called the police and I'm heavily armed, she yelled as she walked through the open area of the main floor. There was a big living room and a huge kitchen. She knew there were bedrooms at each end of the house and more living space downstairs. Webster enjoyed the game, staying at her side, his wagging tail thumping against the wall at regular intervals. Just walk out with your hands up, and no one will get hurt, she continued. She paused, listening. There was a sound from the hallway. She turned, umbrella poised. If necessary, she would hit the guy, then run. She was pretty sure Webster would run with her, thinking this was just more happy puppy fun. The bathroom door opened and a guy stepped out, a tall guy wearing nothing but jeans. He had a towel in one hand and was using it to rub his just-washed hair. In fact, staring at the tall, well-muscled man, Noel would guess he'd just washed the rest of himself, too. She paused in the middle of the hallway as several thoughts moved through her brain. First, few burglars bothered to shower while on the job. She didn't have actual working knowledge of that as fact, but was willing to assume it was true. Second, while she knew she'd never seen the man before, something about him was familiar. Third, he was really handsome, with light brown hair and dark blue eyes. And had she already mentioned the body to her brain? Because it was good, too. They stared at each other, and she remembered her list. Right, fourth. Her gaze dropped, and she swallowed. He had a nasty-looking cut on his left hand. 
complete with raw flesh, black thread from stitches, and... Oh no, she whispered, as the edges of her consciousness seemed to fold in on herself. Not blood, anything but blood. For someone who had been through what she had, it was pretty funny that the sight of blood made her woozy, but there it was. Life with a sense of humor. Her stomach roiled, her skin got clammy, and she knew she was about an eighth of a second from crumpling to her knees. If that happened, she didn't think Webster was up to saving her. She bent down to shorten the distance to the floor and hopefully save herself from a lasting brain injury. Gabriel Boylan stared at the half-collapsed blonde. This is why I hate the suburbs, he told her, as he dropped his towel and moved toward her. Can you hear me? he asked, speaking loudly. She waved toward his hand.